Hey, we're in Masturbation Month. How have you been celebrating? They touch dead people. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that's crying over you, crying over you. So that's either late 80s or 90s, right? No, it's earlier than that. Uh, 70s, I guess? Well, you know what? That'd be my guess. No, I think it's the, might even be the late 50s, early 60s. That's the great uh, Roy Orbison. Because I was definitely hearing that in my head. Because I hear, I obviously I hear you sing it, but I was hearing it in my head as more of like a, whatever the lead singer of The Cure is named, <laughs> or like Morrissey type. I was hearing more of that. No, The Cure uh, is boys don't. Yeah, but cry. I was hearing like it in his voice. Like that's where it sounded like. Okay. So Roy Orbison also did Pretty Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Pretty Woman, look my way. Pretty woman, say movie, right? With me. I don't know. Cause I need you. Maybe we'll have to do another rom com in February. We can watch Pretty Woman. Or if your mom ever comes on here again, she's probably gonna <laughs> gonna pick that at some point. Uh nineteen sixty two. Wow. Crying, nineteen sixty two. Okay. Yep. The great Roy Orbison. Rest in peace. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are the father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 111. Wow. Also known as the Make Us Cry episode. Good luck. I'm in a pretty good mood right now. So. Okay. We'll have to wait and see. All right. We'll have to wait and see if we can get through that uh, hard exterior, <laughs> and we can see if we can uh, get to your heart. Maybe. Well, I know this is something that gets to everybody's heart. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. Okay, last week we did uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid, and mm -hmm. you... You gave me shit saying that I said wolf. You just did it again. Instead of wolf. That's why I was looking at you like that. No, I'm telling you, I say the L, you just don't hear it. Okay. So what I did was... <laughs> Do when, you have a button now to say wolf? No. When when I was editing the podcast, I heard myself saying wolf over and over and over. I wasn't saying wolf like you thought I was. So what I did is I cut out every single wolf that I said and I put together in a supercut. And I want you to listen to it, and then tell me if you hear any woofs, W-O-O-Fs. Okay. I'll, I'll, like, raise my hand or something. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Uh, lone Wolf McQuaid. So, yeah, he's a, he's a lone wolf. The wolf. 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 Yeah, yeah, they used to call me the wolf. The wolf. Wolf. Like, can regular dogs beat up a wolf? Wolf. Wolf. Hey, have you ever eaten wolf? Wolf. 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 Yeah, wolf. Wolf, wolf, wolf. Wolf. Did you ever see a Teen Wolf with uh, Michael J. Fox? Wolf. 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 Yeah, Harvey Keitel. He was the wolf in Pulp Fiction. Wolf. Wolf. I used to date a girl <laughs> who uh, lived on Wolf Street. Wolf. Yeah, well, this Halloween I, I dressed up as a wolf. Yeah, I, I had a, like a, a, a wolf like uh, clothes on and I had wolf ears and, and a wolf mouth and a wolf tongue and a wolf nose and... 
all the way down to my wolf paws, which are really, really uh, wolfy. Wolf? Wolf. I used to have like a, a wolf uh, tooth necklace. Wolf? Wolf? Wolf. <laughs> I used to be in a gang. We were called uh, the Wolf Boys. Did you did you hear any? But I still smell bullshittery because I smelled it or I could hear the whole time. It sounded like woof. And then I feel like you just pulled all of those and then you obviously added some to it. I would. What? <laughs> Go back and listen. We didn't talk about Halloween once. You don't remember what we talked about. I know we didn't talk about you wearing a wolf Halloween costume. Well, obviously we did. I pulled all that audio straight from the Lone Wolf McQuaid episode. I feel like you made that shit up. (laughs) And you didn't hear one. And I don't trust you. So you don't remember me uh, talking about my girlfriend who lived on Wolf Street? (laughs) No. Or that I used to have a wolf tooth necklace? (laughs) Because you didn't. We talked about it. We talked about it. No, we did not. So fuck you. Fuck you. I, I said wolf every time in that episode. That's 45 times. So 45 times out of 45, I obviously said wolf. Next. Um, You're difficult. <laughs> yeah. I recorded that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All right. Next, there is a, uh, a, a lady, and uh, she lets her staff take masturbation breaks at work. Oh, what, where? Uh, well. Best Buy? No. She says it's, uh, she they hopes do to. do there whether they let her right. let them or not. She says she hopes to normalize masturbation by allowing her 36 member of staff a half hour of masturbation break every day and has even set up a private masturbation station in the office. Only one station? Well, I, I think you probably don't take break at the same time. Well, yeah, but does that. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, like a sauna. You see the sweaty ass prints on the bench that's in there, and there's just fucking crunchy tissues everywhere, and it just <laughs> smells like fucking sweat and ass. Maybe if there's only one masturbation station, that's not that won't. Well, do I mean, it. you can't have. I mean, like it's like a break room. You can't have like twelve break rooms at your place of employment. You'd have to buy a much bigger building. <laughs> well, I mean, I probably just would go like get a burger or something on my masturbation break. That sounds horrible. She just body hair everywhere. (laughs) Says she decided to offer the break after noticing her staff were agitated and performing with less energy during the pandemic. So not to slip when you walk in. (laughs) So she launched the initiative to coincide with Masturbation Month, which is May. Hey, we're in Masturbation Month. How have you been celebrating? Uh, But plans to allow staff to make the most of the extra 30-minute break for the rest of the year. So, uh, if a woman went in there, she would get pregnant. <laughs> There's children in the air in that room. <laughs> Can you imagine taking a black light in there? It says, Kat, who's head of communication and content at the company, said a masturbation break at work can result in more focus from your employees, less aggression, more productivity, and better teamwork. And dirty hands. So, the name of her company is uh, Erica Lust Films. Come on. <laughs> I was thinking it was an actual place, not like a porn thing. No, it is. She's got 38 employees in the office. So if you were yeah. given a masturbation break and everybody else was too, would you handle up on your business at work? No. No? I would never masturbate at work. Hmm. That's just uncomfortable. That's gross. Well, but she's trying to normalize it, right? That is too normal for me. But it's like everybody takes a shit. Everybody masturbates, except for maybe nuns, right? But I mean, yeah, it's normal, and it's already normalized for people to masturbate. 
but it's not and never will be normal to fucking jerk off at work. So after I got my vasectomy, I had to go make sure that I didn't have any swimmers. So like I had to go into a room and, That's and, different. and, and jerk it into a cup. This is for fucking medical reasons. But it was still somewhere else, like a place. So it's weird, different right? From home, where they give you magazines. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. What all the pages? Are I mean, stuck I, together. you know what? I I I didn't want to touch the magazine. So you just closed your eyes. Yeah, just <laughs> closed my eyes and pictured, Beat it. Pictured your mother bent over. Just listen to Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, but push it to the limit. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to stay hard. I'm past the point of no return. Yeah. Walk along the razor's edge. But but that was weird, but I was able to do it there. Yeah. And I would say if you're at a sperm bank, you're just fucking jerking off for money. If you're doing it because you got a vasectomy, you're jerking off to make sure you don't have to wear a rubber next time. I, I think if you could get past the first time that you could do it. Probably. It's I, just, I don't know. Like, I'd rather just like... Not. It would definitely be weird because you, you have to walk past other people's desks and they're like, all right, get after it, Jack. <laughs> and then and then you like come out and you just... Just real sweaty. <laughs> so... A violent beat session. Would you go in there just to spend the 30 minutes in there and let everybody think that you went in there and beat off? Well, it depends on what it looks like in there. Well, I if mean... it's a nice place to stay for my break. Yeah. If there's like a table and chair in there like a, a bean bag because I, I, I like eat on a lot of my breaks mm, oh i'm not eating in there so yeah that's, that's what i'm the saying thing. is there like a nice part no, of it it's not your lunch break you can only take your 30 minute break in there if you're going to masturbate other than that you have your regular break oh, you have your regular oh, lunch absolutely so you're going to go in there and just pretend you're masturbating <laughs> not pretend i'm just going to go in there well, but, into the masturbation break room but if they think you're in there that means that you're masturbating and you're just going to be okay you're not you, like, i don't you, give a fuck if i'm getting 30 minutes of doing what i want yeah. other than working i'm going to take it so why whether you, people think i'm jerking it or not so why wouldn't you just go ahead and do it so everybody already thinks you're in there doing it so if everyone thinks you're an asshole why don't you start just being a really mean asshole if everybody thinks exactly. you're an asshole, you probably are an asshole. You're missing the point. Am I, or is so that just would one you of your rather, crappy analogies? Would you rather actually beat off at work, or would you rather everyone think you beat off and not actually beat off at work? What difference does it make? Everybody already thinks you're doing it anyway, so so what's the what's the big deal? Doing it in a place I don't want to? What? what, what is, what's your answer? I, I don't think initially I would. But as I got more and more comfortable at the workplace and it just became, you know, no big deal at all and maybe even like a joke. So you would? I, I can't say that I wouldn't. I and eventually maybe I would, but at the same time, I just don't. Whenever I'm at work, I'm not normally just like, oh, fuck. Well, of course I, not. I got to get a, catch a nut real quick. No, of course not. But this place, they roll out the red carpet for you. They, they want you to do it. What if they like enforced the breaks? <laughs> so it's like you get a lawsuit going. Of course they can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, what if they forced the break on you and they had like a <laughs> the guy in the tux with the towel on his arm with all the perfumes and stuff? He's like <laughs> like standing in the corner. He holds the towel in front of you. So when you when you finish, he's right there. Well done, sir. <laughs> well done. Bravo. Here's a mint. It's only been five minutes. <laughs> when I was in the army and they would drug test you, a guy had to watch. Like you're, they had yeah, to look had to at watch your, your pee. Yeah, they had to look at your penis 
<laughs> yeah, make sure it's not yeah, fake shit. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty fucking hard to pee when, when a dude's staring at your junk. Some people don't have that problem. I definitely, like, go in the stall. Well, if I, there's urinals, even if no one's in there, I just go in the stall. Oh, to pee? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, if there's somebody at a urinal, I'm, I'm probably going to find a stall, too. Just, Whether there's anyone at it or not. Unless there's, me. like, if there's a row of, like, 15, I'll go to the very end. Like, if there's somebody, say, at, like, 8 or 4, I, I can do that. Yeah. But, if like, if I'm at a sporting event or something, and there's just, I, I'll wait for a stall. And what about the ones that have the walls in between? Say there's three, and there's a wall in between them. I, three? So there's three, so that means there's two walls separating yeah. the three from each other. I like the wall. All you can see the, is the guy's shoes and maybe, like, the top of his head. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> It'll be uncomfortable. But I appreciate the wall. And I think if you don't have a wall, that you're doing it wrong. Yeah. It's not that I'm... Like, I'm not going to look at somebody's junk, and I don't think they're going to look at mine, but I just... What is that? That's not what I'm worried about. So, what's your issue? I don't know. Well, I know one issue. Also, it's kind of gross, because I feel like the splashback is so much closer to you. Well, what? let's say... (laughs) Here would be a good reason. So you're working at the place, and you just got off your 30-minute uh, beat-off break. <laughs> and then later on, you, you go to the bathroom, but you, you still have that, that crusty jizz on, on the end. And, so you pee in multiple directions. Yeah so, you're, yeah, so you would need the wall at, at that point. So you're not just spraying half of it on their leg or their shoes. That would, right? Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> oh, man. I think I need to trim my pubes. Because I probably need to as well. The other well, day, I'm, I'm not seeing any action, so it's like, yeah, you know, what? <laughs> just let that jungle grow. Rumble in the jungle, yeah. Yeah. The other day, I <laughs> I went to take a leak, and um, I didn't realize it till I started, but I had one of my hairs was over the front of, of <laughs> over your urethra. Yeah. So it's like splitting. It was, it was causing some issues. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. I think the best time to to cut your pubes is like right when you get out of the shower. And you can just so you like, can clump them together yeah, better. Yep, yep. That's not that I've done that. Nope. That's a life pro tip from Movie Muggin right there. <laughs> it's just it's much but easier just that get, way. Get your pubes wet. Yeah. One of my friends. It's ridiculous. Like at first we were laughing about it, and then we were mad about it, and then we're laughing while being jealous about it. One of my friends has no hair on his balls at all. And I mean, we it's, were we were like, oh my god, what? Ha ha ha. And then we were like, you motherfucker. I mean, it's not like you got a bird's nest down there on your balls, right? And you no, just have those it's... long straggly <laughs> hairs on there. But yeah, but it's not like there's like a lot of area between each one. No, but... It's not it... like I got a beard on my on right? the bottom of my nuts. What? What? But it's like, there's a lot. But what's the issue with that? It's it's little hair on your balls. So what? <laughs> it's not really a little. What? Are yours falling out or something? No, I, I mean we, we're cut from the same cloth. I got with long our hair. I got long hairs on my balls, but <laughs> and, they're, and they're few and far between. You know, I there's don't a lot of mine or not. Is that right? I got I got hair everywhere. You got the Fu Manchu growing off not your balls. Not that bad, but it looks like the top of Gollum's head. <laughs> <laughs> you got a comb over on your balls? No, but like it's more like that. <laughs> I guess it'd be a comb under. <laughs> what? A like, comb below. I mean, I don't want to... They're just long, and there's. it's not like it's bushy. It's not even close to bushy, no. but it's not like they're few and far in between. Really? Or whatever, few and far between. Like the, And it's like, sometimes you're like, oh, like, why would you even like try and take care of the hair down there? But yeah. at the same time, it's like, well, 
What if she's a little, what if she's into going down there a little bit on the balls, giving them some love too? Then it's like, well, fuck. Look, a blowjob on most men, they're gonna have to deal, <laughs> they're gonna have to deal with hair, right? I mean, yeah. Okay, so but I would prefer. I think about it. If I were to have to suck a dick, I would not want my fucking nose to be like three inches inward in hair. You know, <laughs> like I wouldn't want my nose to be three inches deep in hair. I, I would not want hair in my face or my mouth. That is gross. <laughs> Just getting a hair in your mouth, and it's probably yours, but you never know. You're always, like, grossed out as fuck, right? You get that shit out as soon as possible. Well, yeah. Hair is disgusting. <laughs> I don't, and especially I don't want pubic hair near my face. Pubic hair so is I disgusting. So I think, I'm thinking of the partner, the other person. If I don't want fucking pubes all in my face, they probably don't either. Yes. I feel like it's courteous. It is courteous. To All right, shave so, your shit. But also, to shave your shit? Well, shave it or trim it. I guess you could take like a Norelco. Or like if you like just stretch things. it out a foot or two. Yeah. And would you, with a shaving cream and a razor. Uh, no. I would not want to do that on my balls. No. So I just use like scissors and spend like fucking four <laughs> laborious hours <laughs> getting all the way as far close to I can, oh. hoping I don't pinch my bubble gum in the fucking... <laughs> In the scissors. Oh, wow. Not saying I've ever done that before, but it sounds like it would be horrible if you were to pinch part of your ball sack in scissors. That'd definitely be bad. Yeah. Didn't feel good. Doesn't. It wouldn't feel good. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's the same when you talk about if you ever had to suck a dick, huh? (laughs) I don't like it. I mean, I wouldn't like it. Talking about how those guys would need to shave or you said something like that. That's your taste. You like hairy dicks in your face. What I'm trying to say. Dicks aren't hairy. Your dick's not hairy. No. Okay. That would be <laughs> fucking bad. I w- that would really suck. Like if you had a, a hairy... Wolfman shaft? Yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if the head of your penis is all hairy? <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> I think the population would decline in the world if that were the case all of a sudden. Yeah, me too. Wow. I mean, dicks are ugly anyway. Yeah, I don't but get it. But just hair all over those things, that, that'd be really bad. I don't know. There's, there's Shag carpet penis. There's some ladies out there who would who would probably appreciate that. Extra texture on the inside or I something. On I guess they could floss at the same time as blowing you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> so what did you really have planned for lobby time? Uh, just to, to go over for, um, how I, I didn't say woof. It all in the episode, which I I uh, obviously proved. <laughs> yeah, from all that audio that I pulled directly from <laughs> the podcast, <laughs> I remember talking about all those things. And then I was going to talk about the masturbation station break. And uh, oh, by the way, the name of that company is Erica Lust Films. So yeah, uh, of course they got fucking jerk it breaks over there. Yeah. So you want to know a little bit about uh, Erica Lust Films, real quick? I mean, you have your phone up and you're looking at it, so I guess, sure. All right, so Erica Lust Films proves that porn for women is no longer reduced to a stereotype. So it's feminist porn. Meaning? Meaning that uh, blah, 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 blah. It appeals to the female fantasy Okay, here we go. It says, the important thing when it comes to making the best porn for women is that you have women directing and women controlling the camera. When this is the case, the perspective changes. No more close-up gynecological shots. No more dismembered penises from actors whose face we never see. 
All the erotic stories you'll find here create a sex-positive space for women and people of all genders to reclaim their sexuality, pleasures, and desires. I'm a little caught up on dismembered penises. Well, it said it right after. You never see the dude's face. So that's what they're talking about. You you get full-blown view of everybody. But is dismembered... That's not a good word for no, it. No, no. Obviously not a good word yeah. for it. So one of the movies I, I looked into, uh, just briefly... <laughs> <laughs> briefly, ...is yeah. called The Setup. And uh, <laughs> let's see, it says, The Setup is a melodramatic family comedy complete with seduction, temptation, and the fulfillment of a long-standing desire. When Tommy comes home from the army, his mother awaits him with a drink, vintage hors d'oeuvres, and a beautiful woman. Is this a matter of good timing, or is this a setup? Get whisked away by Von Ferro as he takes you back in time to a vintage telenovela full of witty dialogue and humorous acting. So it's a <laughs> melodramatic family comedy. And obviously not a family comedy. <laughs> but I feel like me and probably... 85, 90%, probably even more than that of people. If you're going to watch porn, nobody's fucking in it for the story. Like, oh my gosh, the plumber has to fix the sink. Like, this story's crazy. It's like, like no one gives a single shit. I, yeah, I really don't know why they try to put a story in there sometimes. but It's just funny. It is funny. I, I can't afford to pay to get this muffler fixed. What, what am I going to do? Throws his towel down and... Unzips his fucking, fucking onesie or whatever you call Yeah, his them. mechanics. Jumps. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I was just kind of scrolling through some of the movies, and there's one called Everyday Encounters. This sounds like just any regular porn that's out there. What is it? Uh, it's an adult film series that shows the eroticism of everyday life. From vegetable deliveries to buying furniture, these innocent strangers <laughs> won't be strangers to each other for very long. Vegetable delivery? Yeah. Yeah, so it's eggplant, it's, it's the same cucumber. thing. It's the pizza delivery guy, and they don't have the money for the pizza, so they bring him in and bang him. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah. Huh? I saw something that the other day, it almost made one of my friends puke. He had a wireless, he has a wireless headset, so he went to his bathroom that's connected to his room, and he's dry even on the toilet. What? <laughs> and it wasn't, I was looking for a specific video I had seen in middle school with one of my friends and it was just this lady and she's on the toilet and she's like complaining and like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten all those burritos and then like diarrhea sounds. You've I was looking for that. You've played that for me before. (laughs) Really? Yep. The audio anyway. I was trying to look for that and I couldn't find it. So of course I, if if you mix the word shit with burrito, (laughs) you end up getting... To links you would have rather not seen. Oh, no. And there was, I don't think there was nudity, but she ended up, there was a like a tortilla with her poop in it. Gosh. And she started sprinkling cheese on it. Oh, no. He couldn't take it. <laughs> I saw another one. I couldn't take that. There was another one I'd seen where someone put like whipped cream on their butthole and farted. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I was looking for that. Oh. <sighs> As well, because it's around the same, like, 7th, 8th grade era with my friends. I had seen that. And I found one where a lady, like, put a cake on a counter. And she, like, (laughs) she only had a tank top on. And she sat on it. And there was a really close-up. She was just farting on it. (laughs) Do you ever think about these people who make these videos? No. And and just think, these are, like, regular people. Well, 
I mean, they're regular, they're regular people. They go grocery shopping but at Target and stuff. Just and, and just, this, <laughs> is that you, what defines regular? Well, okay, but can we you... We don't grocery shop at Target. People grocery shop at Target. <laughs> but we don't, so does that mean okay, we're, so, we're not right, regular? So fucking Albertsons, Kroger, Walmart, whatever, they're out grocery shopping. You know, these are regular people. And you know, sometimes they got to get recognized. Oh, you're that girl who rolled your shit on a burrito. She didn't need it, though. Or, or whatever. He was like, he couldn't look anymore. And he, he was dry heaving, and we're all laughing. And he's like, did she eat it? Did she eat it? And then he dry heave again, and she didn't. But but you know what I mean? These people It looks really bad, though. She I, had a I can't gross imagine. shit on there. I mean, okay. What? Like there's other such thing as not a gross shit? But it looked like, you know, the fake one we have? Yeah. It was a little bit like that, but imagine... Like almost like blackish, like it was like a really dark brown, and it was like the perfect like like a yeah. candy cane of shit or a backwards letter P. Yeah, we have a uh, fake poop in the movie mugging uh, uh, compound, which uh, su- surprise, <laughs> compound. surprises nobody. We have fake vomit too. Yeah, we do. But I was just thinking, like if you made videos like that, at some point in your life, you're like, fuck. Shouldn't have done that shit. And you're out shopping yeah. at Target or wherever, and people are looking at you, and they're just looking at you. Like, but you got to be thinking, fuck, did they recognize me? Did they see Damn. me fart on that cake? Yeah. Did they see that horse bang me? You know, I mean, th- these people are. I don't think. I don't think that's a survivable There's experience. There's the Tijuana Donkey Show. What? There's the Tijuana Donkey no, Show. No. Yeah, I heard what you said, and I said what? Mm-hmm. Shit happens in Mexico, man. Um. I just I wonder about those people because there there's definitely regret. I worry for them because yeah. once it's on the internet, it's not just on that one website and you take it down. No, literally, if you go on one, if you go on like fifteen different porn sites, you can find the same video and you can find multiple uploads of the same video. So mm-hmm. it's just like it's never gonna leave. It just duplicates and duplicates and duplicates. And thirteen year olds are gonna be thirteen year olds, and they're gonna be searching up shit. What if you like searched up lady sticking a tarantula in her ass, and there's this? Uh, is that looks like could is that Miss Miller? Yeah, right. What the? <laughs> is that mom? What? It just that was something I worried about like twice. It's gotta have. I would ever see like a family member. In a, a porn thing, and then I wouldn't like never watch porn again. I've never been in a porn, and your mother's never been in a porn. Yeah, but I was like hoping never to see that. No, God, no. But you know it's happened. You know that somebody's been on there, and, and they're like seeing their parents. That's my fucking big sister. What, <laughs> stop doing that, to sissy. That's <laughs> is it a fucking four year old watching porn? Okay, so let's be real. 13-year-olds, they're looking at that shit all the time. They're going to... F- but... Not all of them, but if they're anything like me and my friends, they're going to find shit that no one was ever meant to find. But those 13-year-olds have seven-year-old brothers, right? <laughs> Who look up to them. Potentially. And, and sometimes they may show them things or sometimes that, you know, man, they're going to stumble upon brother, that. Man. So there could be a seven-year-old who stumbles across his... 20-year-old sister getting gang-banged, right? Oh, that would suck. I bet it's happened. I bet it has, too. There's no doubt that people have looked at porn and come across people that they know. And seen, like, their uncle's, like, dick mall. <laughs> they see th- details and things they weren't supposed to see. Can you imagine, like, a 13-year-old, oh, my God, that's Miss Harrington from down the street. 
And then you knock on her door. Hey, uh, do you mind if I mow your yard? Just just to be nice. I'm gonna just mow your yard. You got any? You got any uh, odd jobs you need handled around the house? Uh, I can walk your dogs for you. And all the neighborhood kids going down there and, and helping her out, cleaning her windows, and just hoping. Mm-hmm. I can see that happening. Showing up with with pizzas and oh, you didn't order a pizza? Well, gosh, they gave me the wrong. Well, just um, you need me to come in and set it down on the counter for you or something. Uh, like I found all these groceries. Yeah. <laughs> and the next thing you know, your dad's going down there too. He's like, Dad, what what are you what are you doing down there? Oh, she needs a light bulb changed. <laughs> all right, you uh, got anything else? I mean, no. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and we will unveil today's movie that will possibly make us cry. Supposed to. I've been really looking forward to this until maybe this moment. I'm just kind of feeling like... uh, Neither of us want to watch a sad movie right now. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I just thought it'd be funny, and I just thought it'd be interesting to see if you would cry. I'm just going to say right right now, I'll I'll probably shed a tear, because that's just... Well, it depends on what it is. Well, that that's true, but there's actually a lot of things in here. There are, there are. Now, a lot of them are Erica's. Um, <laughs> so I just she's off the ballot once again. You know what? Good for her. <laughs> yeah, good, I don't good care. for her. So we're gonna give um, her shit about it, but yeah, neither of us but, actually care. But there's others in there as well, so it'll be interesting. So it'll be a fun experiment. Yep. So uh, I guess since you have the bucket, you're uh, you're ready to draw. Shuffle them real good, and... I know some of the movies, and some of them I don't. You folded these pretty good. I did. Uh, Inside Out. <laughs> That's why I had a big sigh. Yeah. Uh, from Gary from Oklahoma and Tom Shaw from the Shaw Show Redemption podcast. Okay. Yeah, two people suggested that one. I'm not crying over some. This is like this, like the emoji movie, basically. I I, I read something on Reddit a while back that um, a newly divorced dad took his kids to go see it on like his weekend with them, uh-huh. and like they all cried, and he ended up like bawling and having like a really, really bad time. Yeah, I don't want a really bad time. <laughs> like I remember seeing the previews for this, and I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. I, I had no idea it was sad. It's because it, he, I didn't want to say anything, but it apparently deals with some divorce. So that's why he like he thought it was going to be a funny family okay. movie. Okay. And went to see it after freshly being divorced, and it was a hit home. It was All too right. real for him. I don't think either of us are divorced, so. Well, I mean, <laughs> right around the corner. Maybe in a couple months. Yeah, yeah. So this will be a nice little preview of uh, what's to come with, with your mom and dad. So, Okay. All right, so uh, prediction. Do you cry? No. Do your eyes get watery? No. Do you feel emotion? Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> okay. Depends. I'm going to say that my eyes get tearied. This but, is like a Pixar movie. But nothing runs down my cheek. Except for some semen. <laughs> <laughs> Which cheeks? Both. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Let's take a movie bucket pause. And we're back after watching 2015's Inside Out. Some of the particulars on this, it is rated PG. It's one hour and 42 minutes, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb, and 89% of Google users like this movie. All right. 
All right, before we get to the part that everybody wants to know, <laughs> let me go ahead and give it the 50 Cent Tour. This is a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. And Disney movie. Yeah, it's a, it's about a little girl. How So how are we able to watch it on Amazon? I figured Disney Plus would own I, this. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. That's a Disney at the start, though. You saw the castle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Look fucking great in 4K. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Never seen that intro in 4K before. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to watch this movie, you should watch it in 4K. Because the, the, there's lots and lots and lots of color. Yes, so. there are. So this movie's about a little girl named Riley and uh, about some emotions that live in her head. Joy, sadness, fear, disgust, and anger. Mm-hmm. And... Where's <laughs> emptiness? <laughs> Lon- <laughs> I guess loneliness is from sadness. I- I'm guessing, yeah. Numb. <laughs> Where is numb? Where's bloodthirst? <laughs> wow yeah yeah um and it's uh just how these emotions i guess take over and affect the way that she interacts with the world and her memories and Mm -hmm. and and her lot how her life is yeah another part of the movie and so it's uh her life is great Everything's cool. Because she's like five. Yeah. Jo- well, yeah, right. Jo- well, yeah, I mean, the sad thing about it is, is, you know, a lot of people can look back to their three and four and five-year-olds and like, oh, just not a care in the world. Everything's great. You know, I, I broke my toy. That's the worst thing that happens. But a lot of kids. They get way worse than that. They have some heavy shit, man. Yeah. They have some the heavy get-go. shit. But her life was uh, just great. Joy was running the show. Mm-hmm. And Joy was awesome. Yeah. And she did not want anybody else to get her hands on the controls because, you know, everybody wants to be happy. Because there's a control panel in her head with all the things. Mm -hmm. And so Joy was always manning that shit. Yeah, she was manipulating everything. Mm -hmm. And if anybody tried to get their hands in there in a nice way, she would basically tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which, Which was great. But let's face it. Nobody loves Joy all the time. If I was around a person that was that positive all the time, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. But... The the bad part for me is they're like like the stereotypical vegans or CrossFitters. They don't let you hear the end of it. Like joy in this movie mm-hmm. was the forcible joy. Everyone needs to be joyous because it's a miracle. We're we're all we're, you're breathing. It could be worse. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> let me be pissed off. Right. <laughs> let me get amped up. We, we, we need those emotions because we need to be sad sometimes and, and it helps us to, like, when we're when we're joyful, to enjoy that joy a little bit more. And, like, a big part of this movie is that without sadness, you can't true, like, you can't really get back to being joyous. It's like joy and sadness basically fell out of headquarters, so then it was just fear, disgust, and anger controlling everything. And they had no idea what to do. It got really, really bad. Yeah. And so then it got to the point where the control panel blacked out, so she was completely numb. You can't make her feel anything. Mm-hmm. There, and, That was where numb was. Yeah, there you go. Numb is the, yeah, the darkness that looms over headquarters. And then Joy realized, after basically dogging sadness the entire movie... Mm-hmm was like, wait, she needs to feel sadness. I'm forcing this joy, and it's not going to work. Right. If you put sadness in there, then you're actually feeling something, and then you can get your good cry out, like we might have, and then you can just recover, Mm -hmm. because you need the sadness to recover. So everything was fine, and then uh, Dad gets transferred from Minnesota to uh, San Francisco. They went from this 
you know, house right outside of Frozen Lake, and mm-hmm. she had all these friends and playing hockey to this apartment that really it was trash. Didn't have a lot going for it. They <laughs> it had negative. Going like their for furniture it. hadn't been delivered. There was a she, dead rat in there. Yeah, <laughs> when they walked in after buying the place, mm-hmm. a fucking dead rat on the floor. And they still didn't have their furniture by the end of end of the movie because yeah. the the truck, I guess, went the wrong direction. It went to Texas. Yeah, for some reason, like they're like, oh, it won't be here here till Thursday. Then it was Tuesday, and then it was. Why the fuck is it in Texas? Minnesota to Texas, back up to San Francisco. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> her life got to sucking in a hurry. And uh, like Jack said, in, in headquarters, sadness and joy got sucked out and had to try to uh, make their way back to where they could uh, to where they could help her. And it was all Joy's fault because joy like sadness kept walking around touching things and it would turn the memory sad because mm-hmm. all the memories because <clears throat> all the memories were basically like fushigis <laughs> and nobody knows what the fuck that is everyone knows what a fushigi is. Real? no they don't okay so like a pool ball but bigger i would say more like a crystal ball kind of <laughs> than, than a fushigi ball yeah if you know what a fushigi ball is you're probably kind of a fucking dork Right, isn't it? You That's, know what a fushigi is. You saw the commercials all the time. It's, it's the ball that... It, that yeah, that it, they like float around their arms and everything. Yeah, and, no and, strings attached. But the ball doesn't move or something? Like, like The ball looks it like, like it's stationary. It like floats along yeah. their like hands and they do all these mind tricks. It's actually pretty fucking cool looking. I just yeah. said you're a dork because I can't do it. You got one, didn't you? No. I've played with I one before. I always wanted one. Well, and guess who never fucking got one? Oh, please. I probably didn't ask for it, but I always wanted one. Okay, well, fuck it. your daddy Warbucks over there, man. Go you, up and buy it. You got the money now. Get get two. I'm I'll old. get one and we can share. I doubt. I doubt there's going to be any fighting over it. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I paid like fucking forty bucks for one, I, I bet they're they're probably like two easy payments of nineteen ninety five. We'll even throw in a DVD for how you can <laughs> figure out how to use it. Yep. I had a magic set like the fantasia magic set mm. that came with that, <laughs> that severed arm yeah <laughs> they had the bones sticking out all bloody uh it came with the dvd <laughs> i had a uh, magic set when i was little too and it had the uh you could pour milk into like the <laughs> paper milk because you can see milk like you could see you could see the milk in the cup oh okay. and then i took it to school i did the fucking magic trick at school and, and kids were wowed so what, you pour it on the paper and the paper's dry yep. or something? Yep. How? How does it work? <laughs> Let us know. So it's actually two cups. There's there's a cup inside, and um, <laughs> and then there's the cup on the outside. And you fill the cup on the inside so it looks like there's more milk in it. And then when you pour it, there's a little hole in the top, and it drips out into the, the outside cup. So it looks like the milk's coming out, and it looks like the cup's getting... Mm. Like uh, like less milk in it. Yeah, yeah, but it, it fucking works, man. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Fucking works, man. I'm, I I pulled the ladies in fourth grade after doing that. Yeah, we went to a magic shop one time, and I remember looking around in there, and I thought it was so cool. Magic shops are cool, but it it was like a little magic shop, just like out. Yeah. In, it was like in the city. It was like just kind of out of the way in the city. Yeah, yeah. I just remember thinking like that place is weird. It's just it's small. And it was like from a movie, it felt like. And we went in there, and you're going to let me get like one thing. <laughs> and I, I already lost it. I lost it 
really quickly. The quarter? Yeah, it was a quarter <laughs> with like a rubber band in it, and it was not all together. So there's a part, like a, like a probably about a third of it that you could just bend, mm-hmm. so you could make it look like you like bit a quarter and mm-hmm. bent it. And then you put it back in your hand and you let it go and you're like, you're like <laughs> and it, it <laughs> yeah, pops it's a pretty cool trick. It is pretty cool. Dude, magic is it's cool, but I hate that it's called magic. Why? Because it's not. It should be called like illusionary tricks of the mind. <laughs> okay, that sounds cooler. But people who can do it well, yeah, like David Blaine, but he he's like he's weird. I mean, but all I mean, magicians are weird, aren't they? Yeah, he's not a, as traditional from the stuff I've seen. Well, he does no. like body stuff too, like breathing or st- sitting underwater for like seven minutes. Levitation. He was like inside of the thing, like just in like the street, inside of like a fishbowl underwater yeah. for yeah. seven minutes. Well, well, I'm pretty. He like there's like breathing techniques. Or like, no. like th- that you can do before to extend the length of your breathing. Nobody can hold their breath for seven minutes. I believe it. it. It's a trick, man. It's an illusion. Seven minutes. He's in, in the middle of the street with people watching, which I know doesn't really make it any better because I mean, that's what magic is. You do exactly. you trick everybody. There's, I guess maybe there's something to it, but at the same time, there's like breathing techniques you can do that are proven to make your breath last longer when you go under. Oh, I'm sure there are. But so he not- might have trained for like months and then done the super technique <laughs> and just... What is this super technique? Because he was definitely underwater, like looking at people and okay. stuff. And I like- definitely had a full glass of milk that I poured into a paper. <laughs> Come on, well, man. I, okay, well... I want to learn more about this technique. I want to I want to try it and then get in the pool this summer and just wow everybody. It's a, some sort of breathing thing. Tell me more. I don't know anymore. <laughs> If I knew anymore, I probably would have already said it. So do you think you just like practice holding your breath every day and just, you know. I'm sure that would make it last longer, but like there's like something you're supposed to do before you go under. Say the magic words. (laughs) Abracadabra. Seven minutes. That's longer than I last in the bedroom. I mean, come (laughs) on, man. All right, so uh, anyway, she is uh, talking about Riley now, not, not a magician. She... Decides this place, uh, San Francisco, really sucks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on a uh, a bus and go back to Minnesota. I'm gonna run away because anger takes over and decides this this is what we're fucking doing. Yeah, this is the plan. And and meanwhile, her whole brain, I, I guess her personality and everything is broken down. You know, you got the you got the five emotions or whatever, but then you also have like her family personality and her goofball they're and all her islands ho- yeah hockey and just all the things that she loves the and, goofball island and and those slowly start getting destroyed and like yeah. the last one left is family and it's crumbling because she goes in her mom's purse like a heroin addict and, and steals her credit card to get a bus ticket yeah um and she's 11 that was honesty that fell during that family started crumbling when she the bus was leaving yeah yeah um but yeah, there's Family Island, Honesty Island, Hockey Island, Goofball Island, and I think there was one other, Friendship Island, and what? they they all had fallen by the end. Yeah. What islands do you think you'd have? Asshole Island, <laughs> Bloodthirst Island, uh, Fantasy Island, Hilarious Island, mm-hmm. Sexy Island, <laughs> Lonely Island, Boys, <laughs> Jizz in My Pants, mm-hmm. Island, <laughs> Threw It on the Ground. Yeah. I'm an adult. What island would you have? Um, 
Harry Island. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> Dadbot Island. Heart Attack Island. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a clean mom's pan every night island. Yeah. Hey, I, I take care <laughs> of your mom because she she gets on to you if you don't. She does not. You were so you were downstairs and it was late, like you were going to bed, and she noticed you hadn't cleaned it, and she fucking. She yanked your leash. She did not. Yes, she did. Yanked my... No, she... She got on to you. She's like, why didn't you clean that? Or like, I, I noticed you didn't clean it. She she said something to you where you're like, okay, I'll clean in, it. In a joking way. <laughs> I, I, but she, she got on to you. She did not Whether get on to jokingly me. jokingly or not, you've been married for 27 years. There's only so much jokingly that happens anymore. We joke all the time. That's just something nice I do for her. I clean her pan. <laughs> the poor woman can only eat like four things, you know? I feel bad for her, so I so I clean her pan for her. And, and one day you might have a wife, and you might want to do some nice things for her, okay? I think it'll be the other way. She does nice things she for me. She wants to do nice things for me if she wants to keep me around. She does nice things for me every Saturday night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's tomorrow. Sometimes Wednesdays. I work all day tomorrow. Yeah, all right, all right. Um, so yeah, you can go for like, what is that? So if I'm working like 11 to seven, then you're going to be able to fit in probably like 32 rounds, 32 rounds. <laughs> now probably three fourths of a David Blaine stunt. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why you got to go so many rounds. So if I want to last seven minutes, how do I, how do I practice that? What are the magic words? My to, advice to you, if you want to last longer, like I'm going to give, I'm going to take advice from a 20 year old. Well, I would say one jerk off like before. Maybe do it a couple times if it really just lasted like two times. minutes. How often do you think I masturbate as a 52 year old? You don't. You're married too. <laughs> what makes you think? So I'm saying. So you think people who get married don't masturbate? No, I don't think that. But you're also old and married. Okay. <laughs> so. So you don't think I get horny anymore? No, you probably, you definitely do. You're human. Fucking 92-year-olds are getting horny in the fucking funeral home. No, I don't think in the I know funeral home, I, no. I, I, I couldn't remember what is nursing, and I know I had said funeral home before as a joke. I mean, there's some people who probably get horny in a, in a funeral home. But... <laughs> the mortician? Wow, ah, gosh. Th- those <laughs> those got to be some weird fucking people, right? I mean, a mortician, they're just not a normal guy. Like... You you go to a family reunion and the mortician's there. You're like nobody's wanting to hang out with that dude, right? Yeah. You, I don't know. I feel like some of them are definitely like normal, and then they say that, and then you're like, what? And then there's ones you look at, and you've never even met them, and you're like, they touch dead people. See that appropriately? That's the only <laughs> inappropriately. I'm sure that happens. What do you mean? You're I definitely happens. Do you think there's people that became morticians just so they can yes. do that? Yes, I do. <laughs> Why wouldn't I believe that? All right, so what percentage? I can't give you a no, percent. no, no. I'm just, I just want to know what percentage of dead bodies do you think are touched inappropriately in funeral homes, <laughs> uh, like, or anywhere? I guess for that matter. Yeah. No, by uh, by, like, by morticians. I mean, do you do you like five percent? Oh, that's really high. No, it's not. Yeah, it really is. I mean, probably not a whole lot. I hope there's like cameras there that kind of keep an eye on people. I mean, it's not like I'll care because I'll be dead. I mean, go ahead. You want to put your finger in my butt? Go, go right ahead. You know, just I mean, yeah, whatever, yeah. man. But isn't it, doesn't that kind of weird you out that you're going to be laying dead on a table in front of somebody one day? 
I guess even if you get cremated, you'd do that. Well, you're, yeah. Because they got to throw you in there. Yeah. They gotta, well, I don't think that's how they it works. throw you in the dumpster and light it on fire and then no. scoop them, scoop your ashes out in the nope. Fuzzy's Tacos to go cup. Hey, we watched the Disney movie today, kids. <laughs> so if you're still following along. It got darker than what we were just talking about. Yeah. Not not really. But well, it did when. It uh, got bad. Yeah, when uh, Bing Bong sacrificed himself. Yeah, and he's like, oh, that was stupid. So. For Joy and Bing Bong, which was uh, Riley's imaginary friend, Mm -hmm. uh, Joy and Sadness met him in the outskirts of her brain or whatever. And um, He's part elephant, cat, and dolphin. Yeah. And he cries uh, candy. And he's made out of cotton candy. Mm -hmm. He mostly, he said. And he annoyed the shit out of me at first. Like, I hated his voice. I I, I did not like him. I'm like, please don't have him in here very long. But then you liked him. He kind of won me over, yeah. He won me over for sure, because at the very first, I was like, oh, no. Right, Jar Jar Banks, fuck fuck this guy. (laughs) Uh, But he had, like, a wagon with brooms on it that, like, Riley used to sit in when she was little and imagine he was there, and they were going to go to the moon. And they'd sing songs, and it would power it. Yeah, and so they get stuck at the bottom where all the memories go that are deemed to be forgotten or doomed, I guess you'd say. Mm Mm-hmm. And they fell in there, and he starts disappearing a little bit. And so they get in the, they find the wagon, and they get in it, and it's not working. They get almost up to the top. And think about the Grand Canyon. They're basically at the bottom of that with all these like canyon edges, so they're trying to get to back up. And so they do it a few times, then his whole arm disappears. He's like, one more time. I have a feeling about this. And so... As it's going up, he jumps out, and Joy makes it, and he dies. Mm-hmm. He just disappears. And to me, I thought, I was like, what What about him jumping out made that any better? And you're like, because the weight. And I was like, how, the, how fucking much is cotton candy weigh? I mean, he was big. But at the same time, it's like, what the... I mean, it made sense in my mind, you know? And yeah, it makes sense. I mean, but they at just the same needed... time, it's like they overlooked that he's made out of fucking cotton candy. But everything else was very realistic in this But, movie. I mean, it's just, you know, this happens all the time. But it was a, you know, that's a tear-jerking moment for That was uh, the saddest moment of the movie. Did it get you? No. Okay. I disagree that it was the saddest part of the movie. Or, or... <laughs> it is, is not the most relatable part of the movie for either of us, but it was pretty sad. Yeah, well, I think that, uh, I mean, I'll get to the part that uh, may or may not have made me cry here in a little bit. Um, Let's see what the internet has to say real quick. Riley is a happy, hockey-loving 11-year-old Midwestern girl, but her world turns upside down when she and her parents move to San Francisco. Riley's emotions, led by joy, try to guide her through this difficult, life-changing event. However, the stress of the move brings sadness to the forefront. When joy and sadness are inadvertently swept into the far reaches of Riley's mind, the only emotions left in headquarters are anger, fear, and disgust. So, I mean, just like in any Pixar movie, the, you got the uh, characters are voiced by by famous people, people mm-hmm. you're going to know. So it was uh, joy was Amy Poehler. Yep. Uh, sadness was um, Phyllis from The Office. Yeah. Whatever her name is. Uh, fear was Bill Hader. Yep. Disgust was Mindy. From the office, yeah, Mindy Kalen is that her name? I think so. And she had her own like she always went by her own name. Wasn't yeah. she Mindy in the office? No, no, no. I don't remember. I always didn't like her in that show. She was so annoying. Oh, I loved her. I, I loved everybody in the office. That that was so yeah. great. Uh, God, I don't know why her name's escaping me. Maybe because it's uh late. Uh, and then anger was played by Louis C.K. 
No, uh, Lewis Black. Lewis Black. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they were great. They they, <laughs> they all fit perfectly. Job. Amy Poehler. I didn't even recognize her voice. I looked it up because I was like, that's Phyllis. Whenever Sadness was talking, mm-hmm. then I was like, no, it wasn't. I was like, yes, it is. And so it was going to drive me crazy the rest of the movie. So I looked it up. And so I saw everybody's. And yeah, that's when I noticed that it was also, well, one, it was Phyllis. And two, it was Amy Poehler. And she's perfect for joy. Oh, she's so great. <laughs> uh, Kelly Kelly Kapoor. Kelly. Okay. Yeah, from, from The Office. And Kelly and Mindy are a little bit close. I mean, they both end in Y. But other than that, not really. The same kind of name to me. All right, so in the end, um, like like Jack said, uh, Sadness is given the controls. Joy hands the controls over. Joy realizes that Sadness has to come in there and fix things. And, uh, yeah, Sadness gets her off of the, the bus, and she runs home, and then they have a good cry. and uh, Group hug. Yep, group family hug. It's on the floor. That's how you know shit's bad, if the family group hug is on the floor. Right. Something bad happened. Now, you told me before this started that it had something to do with divorce. I figured if the divorced dad with the daughters is, like, bawling about it, yeah. I figured it did. Like, I figured something had to have hit super hard straight to home or whatever for him. And I was kind of waiting for it the whole time. And I then, was, And too. then when things got great at the end and everybody was happy, I was thinking, oh, shit, here comes the divorce. Mm-hmm. That would have been really fucked up if they would have, you know, everything's happy and then they just punch you in the gut there right at yeah. the very end. That that would have sucked. All right, let's get into uh, favorite parts. Um, I just love the way that they portrayed the human mind. Everything was just wonderful and wondrous. And there's all these islands and there's an endless maze of racks with all these different memory fushigis on it. <laughs> and... There's like vacuum tubes, like at the bank. Yeah. That suck these memories up and take them where they need to go. There's the core memory section. Uh, I love the personality islands. I really liked there were some guys with like a vacuum hose. Yeah. And they were going around and they were sucking up like memories that you'd never need again. Like, a, say, yeah. like a combination lock number when you were in seventh grade, just kind of getting rid of stuff like that. But then they'd also find like, useless things that you, they would hold on to. Yeah. And there was one in this one that, that kept coming back, and it's the Triple Dent Gum commercial song. You know what that brought back for me? What? And probably for you, too. Starburst. Double Mint, Double Mint, Double Mint Gum. Oh, that man. was on that... There was a Double Mint Gum commercial on that Chippendale VHS. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, trapeze artists or something, or... Oh, there, I can't remember exactly what it was. I need to go back and watch that VHS. I've got to have a VCR player for that. I mean, I'm sure they're not that expensive. Yeah, gosh, there's so many fucking commercial jingles from my childhood that will, will never go away. Like, I forget important stuff. Yeah. Like, mom will bring up something. Hey, do you remember when we did? No. I just, I have no memory of a lot of things, like, at all. Yeah, me too. And she'll be like, really? You don't know? I don't remember that. It doesn't even sound familiar. But... There was this fucking carpet song that I, I don't know if it was like WGN or TBS or something, but it was when you're thinking Lincoln, Lincoln, better carpeting for less. Dial national two nine thousand, national two nine thousand. What the fuck, man? I remember the Stanley Steamer keeps your home cleaner, <laughs> and it was one eight hundred five eight eight two something. 
Empire. Today. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy with the mustache came on. Man. Today. Call JG Wentworth. <laughs> 877 Cash Now. 877 Cash Now. Man. 877 Cash Now. Yeah. <laughs> that one's more recent. But yeah, there's just a, a, a ton from my childhood that, that are probably going to pop into my head later tonight. Yeah. So, okay. Continue but- with favorite part I, what i liked about your part is that those memories all, all the balls were the different colors of the emotions that they were tied to mm-hmm. and those ones were all like black and white they were faded and so he would read them off like what all they were and then the other person would be like trash them or mm-hmm. no they're saying forget them and he would suck them up in the thing i thought that was cool but those guys are working overtime in my brain for sure <laughs> I've, As they get older, they're like, they got to hire on a bunch of new people. I know, right? I've forgotten so much shit. Those guys are, yeah. And the new hires are the reason you forget really recent important stuff. I guess because so, they man. fuck up. Dude, <laughs> as soon as somebody tells me a name, they're sucking that thing up. Because I fucking forget <laughs> people's names as they're telling me their name. They're not even sucking it up. There's a broken tube right over the pit. <laughs> and it just goes in yeah. and drops straight in. Because there's, there's co-workers that I've been working with for over a year and I see them daily and I have no idea what their name is like no idea. And it's <laughs> way too late for me to be able to say, uh, what's your name again? You know, I have to ask people who was that? Okay. <laughs> like I just don't remember names. I'm just terrible at remembering names. And somebody told me one time to just kind of come up with, with something about them. And maybe if there's something, you know, you could, you could point out about them that would like rhyme with, with their name or something like, uh, Let's just say that, uh, and, and I'm just throwing this out here. This is this is not like something real, but let's just say that that Natalie might have a weight problem, and so you're thinking that's fatally. I'm gonna call that's Natalie, okay? So I mean, like I was thinking more of like the fee fi fo fanny thing that mom can do. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. The banana fana fo fana fee fi fo fana fana. <laughs> Let's do Shelly. Shelly, Shelly, Bobelly, Banana, Fanna, <laughs> Fofana, B-Bye, Bobana. Shelly. Because we, no, had, a, really we had a dog named Maddie, and it was like Maddie, Maddie, Bobaddy, Fanatty, Natty, Dodaddy. Or... <laughs> I know it wasn't, but it's just like fucking jump rope songs. Well, That's all that is. No, what that was is the stupid shit kids did before they had phones and iPads. You, you had to <laughs> that make... was entertainment. Yeah, Banana, exactly. Granny, I mean, we had Me songs. Bye, Ro-Nanny. We had songs like the, the Purple People Leader, and we had... Well, that was like, that was Beach Boys, wasn't it? No, not the Purple People Leader. I thought it was. Yeah, no... I I, I mean, that. we we had to come up with ridiculous shit to to keep our minds occupied. So there's a lot of wacky stuff from back in the day, right? We used to play with sticks, okay? Uh, yeah, I played with sticks before. And rocks. I, I used to I used to collect rocks. <laughs> I had a stick that I kept under my dresser when I was a kid. What really? I would, I would take it to school. It was like a it was a wood chip actually. It makes it even dumber. <laughs> it does. But we, me and my friends in first grade. Uh, we played a game called the Magic Juju at recess, which is our pretend game. Okay. And I was like a regular... We were all people, and one of my friends, he was the Magic Juju. And I don't remember the story at all. This has nothing to do with religion, right? We just... No. He's okay. Just the ma- <laughs> no, he's just the Magic J-U-J-U. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Juju. Just, just need a clarification there. Yeah. Um, but I was a regular guy, and there's a huge plot twist. <laughs> Because I found the really cool looking wood chip and I would hold it by my mouth 
and that meant I was like, that was my zombie tooth. I was also a zombie. All right. And so I could transform. Huh. And so whenever recess was over, and at the start of recess, we would go to the soccer goal that was in the field. <laughs> and what was that, really? We would... It was a soccer goal. Oh, I thought oh. maybe it's like a, your no, a zombie a, cave or something. It was an actual big soccer goal. Well, you know the school. No, I know. The, the I, thought, I thought goals. I thought it was like a soccer goal, but in in imagination land. Oh, it was in imagination the, land, it was like a uh, dragon slayer. Our, no, it was our save point. Oh, okay. So we would go there at the start and load our save, and then start, and then at the end we'd save our progress. Fucking video game generation. <laughs> I was. I mean, yeah, it was. It was great and. Uh, my friend, I'm only friends with one of the guys now, still. Have you brought it up? Oh, he remembers it. Yeah? He remembers because the one time he had come over to our house, I showed it to him. I was like, here it is. And he's like, whoa. Do you still have it? No. What happened to it? Uh, I put it in the backyard um, on the side of the house where all those rocks used to be, and now it's that ugly gravel and those shitty stones yeah. that we did for whatever reason. <laughs> but I, I put it over there whenever it used to be all those rocks. Yeah. And I guess I, I put it there for like, some I don't know, it was like laying it to rest. I thought it was going to be there forever, and I <laughs> forgot about it. And then I, look, I looked for it one time. It was like, like three or four years later. And I was like, oh, I remember doing that. I wonder if it's still there. It, I couldn't find it. Damn. It was like really long, like like that of a wood chip, and it was like a cool zombie too. It's it's gonna be like the, I'd bite shit. It's gonna be like the Jumanji board game. Some other kid somewhere in, is gonna find it one day, and he's gonna get the power <laughs> he's of the juju. Touch it. It's yep. like a, the know, drums like, will start going. In Spiderwick, they got the monocle or whatever. Yep. They can see the things. <laughs> he's gonna turn into a zombie. Yep. It's gonna live on. Yeah. It's gonna live on. Yeah, I'm sure. It was time for you to let it go Magic and juju, let somebody yeah. else have it. Uh, my favorite part was I, I really enjoyed seeing the the emotions in other people's heads. That was great too. When uh, when uh, Riley was getting pissed off at Dad, um, you could see Dad's emotions. Well, first of all, Mom's emotions were like, "Oh, something's wrong. Let, let's ask her probing questions." And then yeah. Riley was like, "They're asking us probing questions," and then they're trying to get Dad involved, and uh, she's like, "Just give Dad a look." You know, all, so all the mom's emotions are working together. Mm -hmm. By the way, they're all like together, and they're really nice to each other. So I, I thought that was funny, and so they're like trying to get the dad's attention. They're going ahem, ahem, and he gives them a stupid look. He has no idea, right? And they're like, "Oh, he's giving us that stupid look. <laughs> we should have like not gone with him and gone with that Brazilian pilot or whatever." And they they kept the memory and they played it and it was like come with me my Chattanooga or whatever he said, <laughs> not that <laughs> he said some Brazilian shit Chattanooga <laughs> and so I think that's Portuguese actually and what was funny is Joy was the leader for Riley and anger <laughs> was the, in the main like in the main control chair for the dad yeah I've been there <laughs> I've been there too yeah so. When dad finally realizes that he's being summoned by, mm -hmm. by mom, he, he has no idea what's going on. And all his, his emotions are like, what the? Oh, gosh, what, what do we do? What do we say? What, what's she's giving us that look again. Did she say something to us? What, what did she say? And But I, I really liked it when Riley started escalating and getting more angrier with dad. And then, like, dad's emotions were like, I'm detecting sass. There's a high amount of sass. Yeah, and, and uh, they were just like, let's move to death. Defcon two, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna then, we're gonna get ready to put the foot down. And after that, he's like prepped to get the foot or prep mm -hmm. the foot, and then he like takes this like case off of a button, 
and and he's like, the foot has been put down yep. later. Like that was <laughs> after she after he sent her to her room. Yep. Yeah, that that was great. All right, bucket of chicken. I can't do one. I I can't give one thing one because Phyllis was great and sadness was great. Mm-hmm. Joy was great. Amy Poehler was great. Fear was great. Bill Hader was there. They were all so good. I guess I, I can. I can just give it to the emotions. Okay. Boom. It was so creative. It was creative, and that's that's going to get my bucket of chicken. Just the 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 concept is great, but the execution was just fantastic. Perfect. It was fantastic. So whoever whoever took the concept, and maybe it's the same person, but took the concept and and turned it what to what they turned it into, just was was fabulous. Uh, all right, score time. And before we get to that. And we should go over the cry thing. We kind of got sidetracked a bit. Okay. Didn't actually mention whether we did or we didn't. We were we stayed mysterious. Okay. I did not cry, nor did I get tears in my eyes. I also did not cry. I did not get tears in my eyes. Wow. There was at one point when <laughs> she came back from uh, running away, and she started crying. That was the worst. Part. If she would have continued crying for like another thirty seconds, <laughs> that like. The dams were up, but there might have <laughs> been cracking. Yep, they were cracking. So if they would have just made her cry for longer, with without any kind of like hugs or anything from from parents, where she, she's just standing there yes. looking uncomfortable, oh, hands and just, at her and, sides, yeah, looking down, and just crying and crying and crying. I think I think uh, there would have been some water in my eyes. That would suck. But you know what? This movie it does hit you in the feels. Man. It really does. You 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 it feel all those emotions. It's it's. It's it's fucking great. It's a great movie. Yeah, I, I, I fully agree. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy this movie. And, and you know, it's I feel kind of bad now because in in lobby time, you know, we talked talked about porn and, <laughs> and and stuff like that. And it just I, I I don't feel right about that. You know, doing I, that, I feel and, fine. And then watching, how that, could we have known? I, well, I know we didn't even know what movie it was going to be. And, exactly. I, I mean, that's fuck. That's that's so us. But it just it just feels. <laughs> It just doesn't feel right. And maybe that's one of those emotions popping up in my head that's just maybe it's disgust. <laughs> I got disgust like I feel like I don't have right a whole, I, I feel like my disgust has been asleep for a while. Yeah. You don't have like, I don't I don't really get unless I like smell a fart, it like <laughs> it like opens one eye and then closes it again in bed. Yeah. All right. So uh no tears. Nope. Um, Not even really close. World, you weren't able to make us cry. Now, maybe some of those other ones in there might have might have got us. I don't know. We're, we're gonna we're gonna save them and maybe pull it out uh, again at some point. But uh, we we do appreciate everybody who uh, who sent in uh, sent in entries. It was a valiant effort uh, from Gary and Tom here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and we we appreciate it. We appreciate it. And again, great movie. It was really good. All right, score time. 100. Nice. It was great. There, I, And I've said it before about other movies. Mm-hmm. I would say, oh, there's nothing wrong with it, and then not give it a 100. But this movie, not only did it have nothing wrong with it, everything about it was good. Yeah. It's- like, I, I enjoyed every part of the movie. When the credits happened, I couldn't believe it was already over. I know. I know. It went by real and quick. That's not something that really happens that often on this podcast. No. It's like I realized this thing's wrapping up. I it this is really really fast, so I almost thought, well, now the divorce part's going to happen because yeah. there was still I felt like plenty of time left too. And I was prepared for a lot worse than what we were actually given. Yeah. 
And so I think that was part of the reason that things, the timeline felt a little bit weird. Cause I was waiting for like, like she's like 16 and things are really fucking bad now. Uh, I was prepared for a lot worse than this. Yeah. But I mean, it was a Disney movie and I should have known better, but yeah, hundred. Okay. Um, it's not a hundred for me, dog. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give it a 95 though. I was, I figured you'd put it in the, the mid to high. Yeah. 90s it was a great movie. That's all it can get. Really. Great, great story. So well done. Great voice acting. Oh yeah. It, it was fantastic. If you haven't seen this movie, watch it. You'll, you'll love it. I, mm-hmm. I want to watch, we, we were looking and this one was 95 minutes. They had another one with like bonus features, which was 202 minutes or something like that. Yeah. So that's, I just wonder that's over three hours. I wonder what that bonus material that's, is. That's three hours. You said two, yeah, 202. That's three hours and 22 minutes. Yeah. Watch Gary. will say that's the one that you were supposed to watch uh. to make you cry. <laughs> That's where the divorce part happened. Maybe, maybe. So, all right. It was awesome. Love the movie. No tears, but... Thanks for giving us a a good movie, whether you failed your objective or not. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was really fun to watch. I I really appreciate it because this week would have been Jack's week, and we, you know, gosh. That's next week. There's no telling. It It is yours next week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 111, or the Make Us Cry episode. We do appreciate you listening. If you'd like to keep up with us, we are on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMuggin. If you'd like to email us, MovieMuggin at gmail.com. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you uh, send in some uh, questions for Jack? Yes. As you have already heard, I'll pretty much answer whatever. And I do and I do have one um, from Chris or uh, Horse Tranquilizer Chris, whichever one it's, okay. it's going to be when we do that. So well, I'm choosing regular Chris. Yeah, so if anybody has any questions for Jack, just send them my way. You can uh, do it via email or uh, uh, DM or, uh, you know, carrier pigeon or, yeah. or whatever. And it can be anywhere from eating family yeah. uh, to loofahs. Send uh, send some questions our way. I think we'll have another uh, crappy movie episode. I think July 11th is the next thing coming up. So um, that's something to put on your calendars and, and look forward to. So my guess is we'll watch some crappy movies before that date. Oh, great. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Have a movie mugging day. I'd like to smoke crack.